Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. It is 17 after 12. That is your time here on Heart to Heart, my family, on a Tuesday afternoon. I called, I cried out to the Lord in my great trouble, and he answered me. Our God is a God who answers prayer. My family, please be encouraged. Whatever situation you may find yourself in this afternoon, God answers prayer. He even answers those prayers that we pray from our places of disobedience. God answers our prayer. In the next uh, two, a minute and a half, uh, we will be catching up and uh, crossing over to Durban, all the way to Durban. And our guest on the program this afternoon is none other than Tanya Fisser. Absolutely honored to be chatting to her. You will know her. She's an avid gardener and host of the home channels, The Gardener. Tanya is also a public speaker. She's a media commentator and uh, she does an incredible and Incredible work in making gardening fashionable again. Now we're talking gardening this afternoon because, my family, it is the beginning of the year, and uh, we may be uh, talking, or rather, we may be uh, uh, connecting with some gardeners, but some of us know nothing about gardening. Okay, and what a great way to pick up a new habit, a new healthy. Maybe a little bit of an expensive habit, you know, but we'll find ways. And we're really hoping that Tanya will be able to help us, you know, to come up with ways that are really economical so that we can we can do gardening uh, the economical way, do gardening uh, in a way that helps us to live out our talents. And apparently gardening is very therapeutic. So that is the purpose of our conversation uh, this afternoon. On the other side of one o'clock, I am absolutely excited. My family, we're reviewing a book, but it's not just a, a book review. We are going to be catching up uh, with Captain Deboho August, who is the author of an incredible uh, memoir of her life talking about the story of a young girl uh, that was introduced to the Lord through various circumstances. It's a story of triumph. It's a story of pain. It's a story of advocacy, but it's a story of recognizing the light within us. That's our conversation on the other side of one o'clock and uh, super excited as well on the other side of two o'clock. Uh, um, Otato Sandy Leswana will be joining us. We are talking church administration. Need I even say more? Should I even say more? We're talking church administration on the other side of two o'clock. Uh, right now, here's Veli Swaskei, a little bit of Veli Swaskei to take us to our conversation with Tanya Fissa, joining us right here on Radio Pulpit. Please do sh- uh, 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 take part in the conversation on 082-657-2729. You can call in live on 012-881-1967 for any questions or comments on this topic. We are delving into gardening. It's a new year. 657 AM, streams of blessings. Imagine a place where young people can get answers to difficult questions. Seek advice on issues that they struggle with. Listen to uplifting music and find relevant and godly content that can help them shape their identity. All this while also having fun in a safe space and environment. Well, the new I Am Youth website is just the place where you can find this and so so much more. Go to iamyouth.co.za for an experience that will stay with you for life. I am youth. Life explained. Yes, so we're not going to 
Ongum Slobo Wenyani. So, hallelujah, Veliswaske. Playing in your background this afternoon, my family, 22 after 12, that is your time. We'll let that play just in case that is a song in somebody's heart. Uh, right now, we are absolutely delighted to welcome Tanya, uh, who joins us on the line. Tanya, good afternoon and welcome to Radio Pulpit. Hi, how are you? Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for having given us your time, Tanya. No, no, it's only a pleasure. Yeah. It's only a pleasure. Oh. yeah. So, so, so I have a little tradition, right, uh, that I do whenever it is, or it is my debut conversation live on air with a guest. I like to yeah. welcome them so that they feel absolutely welcome. And this is how we welcome you, Tanya. Love it, love the energy. Yeah, and let me tell you, that is for all the wonderful work that you do. That is for your heart and your willingness to share information so openly, uh, you know, with those especially uh, who are interested in gardening and just for making gardening fashionable again. Well, oh, you said something there. Make gardening fashionable. Yeah. It is <laughs> Right. Let me let me maybe start off, uh, Tanya. Yeah, yeah. Where do you want to start? Yeah. Where do you want to start? Yeah. Let me start off by just understanding. If you look at gardening the way it was uh, 30, 20, 30 to 20 years ago, 20 to 30 years ago, and where it's mm. at now... What is the mm. level of interest and what sort of age groups are we looking at in terms of interest in gardening? Well, that is a big question and I could probably have conversations with you for about, mm, <laughs> let's say, five hours. How much time I'm do I have? <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, when, 20 years ago, big gardens, um, very selected to a certain income bracket mm. of South Africans, mm. um, kind of labelled elitist. Mm. Mm. Um, youngsters like this are so not cool. Like, do I really? Why do I want to spend my Saturday morning possibly mowing the lawn for four hours? Mm. Yeah, no one to do this. Um, if we look at twenty years ago, from where we have developed as a country and as a nation. Mm. Um, Gardening was not really perceived to be the cool thing. Mm. Um, and there were stigmas attached to it. But I am going to say the word that were possibly down treading, down trodding on people. Right, um, right. You know, when it came to race groups, ethnicity, is that the right word I'm mm-hmm. using? It had some kind of like negative pre-apartheid kind of thing attached to it. Wow. Okay. I'm going to say that as it is. Mm, mm. Okay. Look, then I'm going to talk to you about mm-hmm. about what happened in the last 20 years. Well, mm. in the last 20 years, South Africa has become a most beautiful, open, free society um, where we are all exposed and we have the ability to be exposed to beautiful things. Right. Um, we know we know, and there's two gardening that are that I like to talk about, or that are passionate to me. There are two sides to gardening. The one is food security, mm. uh, which is a big topic. 
which is linked to climate change mm. uh, um, for Africans. And also, this in the last, in, in 20 years ago, in the background were these wonderful subsistence farmers and commercial farmers that kept our country alive. Mm. Okay. Which we can never forget about because without them, there will be no food to buy. Mm. So, mm. so then I'm going to go, I'm going to catapult you straight through to today. Today, we still have our farmers. We have more subsistence farmers. Right. Mm-hmm. There are organizations that are empowering, that are encouraging and teaching individuals how to garden. Mm. COVID also catapulted the gardening world about yes. 10 years in advance because all of a sudden people realized, heck, I might need to have to grow a cabbage. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I might have to know how to grow a lettuce because what if this thing carries on forever and I can't mm. get to the shops and whatever? So it really did spark a bit of a gardening revolution, which mm. no marketing or or anything could have done um, for us. Which I am so grateful for. You know, they always say, "Out of some bad things comes some good." No, right? We're, yeah, and and then then you know this whole indoor plant thing started, which mm-hmm. kind of was kind of buzzing around there because the, the what we call the millennial gardeners, the younger generation, yes. you know, all of a sudden they the had a flat. The instant gardeners, you yes. Know, they had a flat, they had a bachelor pad, they mm. were sharing in mm. the pigs, they were, they, they were there, but they needed like a friend. You know, they needed a thing. Mm. And, and, and all of a sudden that thing happened to become a plant um, because you can't have a dog, you can't have a cat. You know, you're away from your parents, so what can I love? Well, learn to love a plant. Mm. And this worked beautifully. Um, And there's this indoor plant revolution that has taken place. And primarily also because the the younger generations are really concerned, and thank goodness they are, about these heavy topics, climate change, such as being eco-conscious, being responsible. And, and I love that because they're asking the difficult questions mm. and the uncomfortable questions, which I just think is brilliant. So there, this whole plant revolution came about, this indoor plant revolution. And my goodness, next thing, everybody had a plant and they had Fred the Ficus and they had the cheese plant and they had the panda paw. And yeah, it, it, it's absolutely wonderful for, for gardeners. Um, so where are we today? Mm-hmm. Well, we, today we are seeing the emergence of whole lot of more people interested right. in growing their own because they want to know where food comes from. Tanya, let me ask right. this question. Um, it, is, yeah. is gardening or are the principles of gardening and agriculture the same? So, for example, if I am growing spinach and onions in my garden and not mm. lilies, can I still say that I am gardening? Or is gardening specific? Absolutely. No, you know what? Gardening is what you want it to do. Yeah. So, so I, I, I don't like rules. probably worked one already. <laughs> and, and, you know, for me, there, there are so many different interpretations. And, and maybe I'll use a simple thing like relaxing. Yes. The word relaxing to different people means different things. hundred um, percent. To me, it will be going and digging in the garden. To other people, it will be reading a book. Mm. To other people, it will be going for a walk. But it's 
how they relax and how they choose to. Mm. So whether your idea of gardening is looking at a pot plant or buying a pot plant mm. or whether it's growing a hundred onions mm. or sowing some seed or just having a chat to your house plant, I don't really mind. Sure. You're gardening. <laughs> you are interacting with a plant of some sort mm. and you are getting more out of it than just what is on the surface. That is absolutely fantastic. Now, talk to us about um, uh, the the environment here in South Africa. Let's talk. I mean, I was looking at a different uh, website and I was just trying to do a bit of reading on gardening. And I realized oh. that every month there are uh, plants that are, uh, um, uh, what's the right word? There are plants that grow better in each month. And there's, you know, mm. all sorts of uh, sort of uh, nuances around the world of gardening. Uh, make it clear to someone like me, please. Tanya, uh, who who knows very little about gardening, you know about the world of gardening here in South Africa, the kind of plants that tr- that thrive. Uh, maybe let's even get into the whole conversation around seeds and uh, the cost of seeds, uh, plant techniques, all of that. Uh, let, let's hear you ch- share with okay. us. Okay, mm-hmm. so, okay, big topic. So we're going to break it down. Yeah. Um, gardening is seasonally driven. Okay. Okay. Seasonally driven. Seasonally. So that's the first thing we need to know. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say that gardening is not like a tin of baked beans. <laughs> a tin of baked beans. Example, yeah. Whether you are buying <laughs> or or the no name brand or whatever, it still looks the same and it still is the same. Whether you buy it in January, in May, or in October, mm. it's the same thing. It, it does not change, yeah. So I'm like, mm, gardening is definitely not that. Because oh, as we know, let's look at summer. Summer, mm. high temperatures. The weather has been on its head. I mean, there's been flash floods. Mm. There's been extreme heat. Um, we have extremely hot days and then we're hitting into the cold, uh, lower teens. So then we think about winter. Winter's cold. Um, not many hours of sunlight. Our daylight hours are, are reduced. Mm. So surely we know that affects us. I mean, sure, we don't want to go outside. We want to sit inside. We want to sip on a glass of wine and eat lovely soups and be wrapped up in our blankies. Mm. Probably the same for plants. Sure. So wow. Everything is controlled by the seasons. The seasons are the dominant aspect of gardening. So, if I can say to you, very broadly speaking, gardening and what we do and how we approach it is dominated by seasonality, um, most importantly. So, you know, when they, when you find, and there's another thing, I mean, like, and use this as an example, mm. you can't buy Nazis all year round. No, unless they genetically modified, no? Well, no, unless they've been put into storage and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No. You should not be able to have Nazis three hundred and sixty five days of the year. No, sure. because they are a seasonal crop. And so we need to garden in the same way. Um, much like we don't pull our scarves out in summer in and summer. start wrapping them around our necks. Because <laughs> it's like something's gonna not something's gonna gonna give, you know. Something's yeah. not gonna work. So 
it's exactly the same thing. So yes, seasonal dominance is, is really important. Mm. And I'll use a very simple example. Um, a, a colorful plant, which a lot of people love using in their garden, something called a petunia. Mm. A petunia is a colorful plant that gives us loads of joy simply because of it's really tough. It loves the sun. Um, and it can cope in whether it's in a garden bed or whether it's in a pot or whether it's a hanging basket. But where you, where in South Africa, where we in in areas that receive loads of summer rainfall, mm-hmm. so that would be KwaZulu Natal, Mapumalanga, and Gauteng. Um, generally, that they don't do that well because big, beautiful flowers when the rain comes down really they turn into a mush. So they are better suited to eat it. And because, wait, so you're going to say to me, Keith, you've spoken just about one plant. There are like millions of plants up there. Mm. I'm going to make mm. it very simple for you. Mm. If you want inspiration, if you want to know what to get, what on trend, you know, what should I be planting? How should I be it? Well, the, the, the two go-tos that I would like to stick with immediately. Number mm. one, you pop into your local garden center. Your local garden center is going to have the stuff that you should be planting now on their shelves. You know? Right. Um, and they are going to have the in-season stuff there, the plants, the produce of what you can be buying, mm. what you can be sowing, and you've got to tap into them because... They are right there on the ground, and they are, are there 24-7. Mm. And the other thing, of course, is one of our magazines, The Gardener or Detainee, um, whichever one works for you. Mm. Uh, in our magazines, we give you every month, and we hold your hand on us every month, page by page, sure. what to plant, what to sow now, what should be getting ready to harvest in mm. your garden. Mm. Um and, you know, and people say, like, well, how do I know what to prune? What is pruning in any case? <laughs> what is that? You know, do I just pair yeah. scissors out and go and cut the grass? No! We're going to guide you. And, and, and I think it's, this is a big topic, and it can be really overwhelming. Yeah. So it's important just to break it down and keep it keep it. Keep it real and, and keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so you mentioned uh, petunias. Um, mm. Would you, Tanya, recommend? Okay, rather, let me ask the ask this question this way: Which flower and which other plants, including vegetables and fruit, would you recommend that a beginner gardener starts with? And I ask this because in my head, I have this funny thing, right, uh, that tells me that there are some plants that are a little bit more uh, time consuming, needing of attention, requiring specialist skills than other plants. Am I correct? You're 100% correct. Right. So, you know, there are various hobbies that you can do. Mm. Um, and, and so what you need to, first of all, the question that, that listeners need to, to think about is, is how much time do I want to dedicate to this? Ah. You know? Like, how much time do I want to dedicate? Do I want to dedicate an hour, um, is it a whole day, once a week, or am I like a part-time god? You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, there are different plants. And and possibly, if I'm going to start off like this, if you've never had an indoor plant, if you don't have something green in your home <laughs> to make you a gardener, yeah. and that's not a fake plant, um, 
kind of say, go out there and get an indoor plant. Get something that's leafy and green without flowers. Okay, this is important. This is very important because, unfortunately, because we are people that, that work on our senses, our eyes, we see something, flowers like, oh, want it, want it, sparkly thing, right. want it, sparkly thing. We buy the plant, it's going to just and then we're like, what now? Okay. So, so rather, if you're a beginner guy, I would say, start off with one plant that has just got beautiful, pretty foliage. Mm, mm. Then you're kind of like a three, six, yeah, it's going to look good. Um, and it does its thing. Instead of in yourself like good or something, mm. that you're like, oh, how am I going to deal with this? <laughs> um, you know, so, so it's really just break it down simply. In, in terms of what you can plant now, mm-hmm. um, out there for your front garden, for your flower beds, there is so much. I mean, there's a lot that's in flower now, mm-hmm. whether it be salvias, your agapanthus, which are an indigenous icon of South Africa, are looking amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, if mm-hmm. you don't know what agapanthus are, stick it into your Google search <laughs> and then click on images. You'll know what these things are because you've seen them when you're driving around, no matter where you live in South Africa. Yeah. They're tough, they're indigenous, they're recommended and approved by butterflies and bees. And uh, they're so many different colors. They're tough, they're hardy, plus they also have very few uh, requirements. Mm-hmm. Right? In other words, it's, you can like, ignore them and they'll continue to do well in your garden. So, so those are the kind of plants that I say as a beginner, get out there and start planting. Sure. My family, Tanya Fissa, is our guest right here on uh, Heart to Heart on a Tuesday afternoon. And we're talking all things gardening. Believe it or not, the weather right here in Gauteng uh, is giving gardening weather. It's raining. Everything is green. Uh, it looks like the climate is just in agreement with you. If you really want to start your gardening habit, this is the conversation to listen to. And certainly to ask your questions on 0826572729. We will also take your questions on 012-881-1967. So the, uh, the reason, my family, that you absolutely have to ask your questions, please do note that uh, this conversation is conducted by an absolute novice gardener. I know very little. I know um, as much as everybody else knows about gardening. So please do ask all your complex questions because the expert is joining us right here on the line. Uh, Tanya, thank you so much uh, for that um uh, for those insights with regards to what beginner gardeners um, uh, take, or rather uh, just advice for beginner gardeners. Now, let's talk cool. about, you know, every vocation, every hobby, every area of interest, you know, it has its own language. It has its own sort of culture, subculture. And... <laughs> 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 can we please okay <laughs> can we please profile gardeners okay now oh that is like you can't put me in a box <laughs> no. like i say you know a gardener yeah. could be like a like a weird art nerd <laughs> yeah you know? yeah and then i'm putting an archie guy in a box like with got 17 bins in no his right. pocket like no from right. my um, from Sheldon or something. No, they, but a, a gardener can be anybody. Can be anyone. It can be you your see. Google. 
Yes. It can be your gogo who's got, um, and and either got a house plant that she loves that yeah. was given to her by her mother. Yes. The African violet that's still growing. Oh. And that is her prized possession. Gardener could be someone who's growing some spinach in their backyard. Yeah. And harvesting the spinach to supplement their food. Right. Um, a, a gardener could be somebody that wants to grow and plant a big tree for the future generation. That is amazing. You see, I so asked this question. They, they, yeah. yeah and, and it can really be anybody. Anybody. And you know what? Yeah. There's no like, there's no like certain things you've got to tick. Like you don't have to be six foot six. Uh, you don't have to be good looking <laughs> and you don't have to really know fashion right. or, uh, in order to become a gardener. You've so, just got to step forward. That is, that, that is beautiful, Tanya. And thank you so much for liberating some of us. That question was specifically targeted at young people, you know, because young people tend to associate gardening with mothers and fathers, you know. And um, how about young people with all their energy start really finding an active interest in gardening and we grow it from there. I think it's, 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 it's such an important sort of uh, missing gap in the social education, especially for the younger generation. So thank you for debunking that. That's really, really helpful. Um, and uh, le, 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 you, uh, so when I grew up, right, my mom was a gardener. I don't know what happened Ooh, what with me. What was your experience of gardening? Very little, Tanya. My experience of gardening uh, is uh, pulling out carrots from the garden. It is cutting spinach when it's grown. Um, so the process between planting the seed and the, 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 the vegetables growing, I knew nothing about that. My mom was a mm. gardener. So let me share with right. you. She had this plant in the house that was apparently a, a, a family plant. They had the same plant in their family growing up. And this mm. plant, uh, uh, Tanya, it used to cry. So she used to say it used to cry. It's a plant with little black dots. And whenever there was sadness in the home, the plant would shrink. And I wanted to really ask, is, is that a thing at all? There are some plants that will literally create droplets on their, oh. on their leaves. With wow. And they say that the plant is tearing or <gasps> crying. Um, and yes, it is a thing. Tanya, I beg your pardon. Uh, My line is really, really tearing. (laughs) It's not the plant. Let me try and see if I can get you on a better line. Um, If you could please hold on the line for me. This is like the gist of our conversation. Uh, Tanya Fessa, my family right here in studio. Uh, Here's Nkobe Gombata. And uh, let's try and see if we can get Tanya on a better line. It's either it's my network or Durban uh, because I know the weather has just changed. But if you've just joined us, the conversation together with Tanya Fissa uh, focuses on gardening. Everything you need to know and you'd like to know about gardening is right here on Radio Pulpit 657 AM. 45 minutes after 12 is your time. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729. 
and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. Great sounds of music, my family, and that is how we do right here on Radio Pulpit. 657 AM, let your glory see for Saleh, Beautiful, beautiful sounds uh, to pair up with this amazing conversation, let me tell you. And uh, we've got the renowned uh, gardener who is also uh, an avid gardener and host of the home channels, The Gardener. Uh, uh, Tanya Fissa joins us right here on the line, my family, let's try and see if we can get a better line. Uh, Tanya, thank you so much for standing by. Um, let's sure see. thing. Yeah. That's a better line. That's an absolutely better line. Yeah. So we were still talking, uh, my family, if you've just joined us, this conversation is about gardening and absolutely amazing insights shared here. Your questions, queries, 0826572729. Tanya, we were still talking about uh, the uh, phenomenon of plants that cry. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird, isn't it? And you know, there's, there's so much more to plants than the yes, is this weird thing that they cry. Mm. Um, the fact that plants produce oxygen, mm. the fact that they produce food for us, um, that they respond in, in, and what they do for us. Mm. So we know that that plant that your mom's got in her house and was so much more than a plant. It reminded her of her mom. Right. And it taught you in conversations about your history and where you came from. And those things are then passed down generationally. You know, it's like if you always had sweet potatoes on Sunday because the sweet potatoes were dug and harvested from the garden, you're more than likely to, when you do have a garden, grow some sweet potatoes so that you can then continue that tradition. Um, But it's been proven, and, and there are many papers and many documents on this, that when you garden or interact with something green or put your hands in the soil mm. and actually do something, mm. the act of getting your hands in the soil, mm. transmits huge amounts of good bacteria into your body. What that does in turn is stimulates your endorphins. <gasps> and your endorphins, we you know, are the happy things. They're the happy things that the happy drug, the happy hormone that are that are immediately released within our brains. And then you do physical activity, like if you're jogging or running or whatever, whatever, the same as gardening, those are then released. And but besides that, it's been proven that when you do gardening, when mm. you are gardening, or when you just even interact with the plant, what it does to mental health, to your mood, to your general well-being, it like shoots it off the, off the radar. 
Sure. And and that's I guess that's quite powerful, eh? Tanya, that is I don't know, like something just happened to me. I can't do this. Something just happened I guess to me. How you many t- indoor plants do you have? That's the question. None. Okay. None. But None. let me no, but let me tell you. So we're coming to our next big problem, okay? It's like a little big yes. problem, okay? Yeah, so what's that? The little big problem is that there's also the whole issue, the whole uh, sort of talk of green fingers, and then there's a whole talk of people who don't have green fingers. So I sort of uh, classified myself there because I never seem to be able to grow anything green. I mean, these plants, it's like they okay, grow legs. What have you tried? Did you set yourself up for disaster in the beginning? I don't know, Tanya. I think, look, so let's look, let's talk about the plants that you get from uh, the local supermarkets. And I don't know if that's a good example, right? Uh, no, it's, it's fine. I mean, were you gifted a plant or did you buy something? Yes. And then it did a slow, gifted a plant. very yeah. calmly. So gifted a plant. Mm. Now, those who know me well, they usually give me those plants that don't need a lot of attention and care. Uh, Those plants that that, that live, uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, There's a word for it. The ones that don't um, take in a lot of water and they survive hot temperatures. Okay, so a tough one, like a succulent or a... Yes. Okay, okay. But but the plant that died was a very leafy green plant. (gasps) It shriveled. And you know, I, I... it was not okay. That's all I can say. It was really not okay. And I just didn't okay. know how to resuscitate it. Well, okay. So it was an indoor plant. Am I correct? It was an indoor plant. Okay. So let's go about, let's talk about the common mistakes that people make with indoor plants. Fantastic. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So whether, um, if you've got an indoor plant and whether it's a flowering indoor plant or just a foliage indoor plant, here are the mistakes that people make. Number one, they overwater the things. No. They kill them with kindness. I don't. So, okay, so they bring it home. They say, oh, my gosh, you're such a beautiful baby. You're so cute. You need some water. Okay, so they put, you put it in one of those fancy pots yeah. that, you, that you buy, like a little pot cover or something, and you just put water and you just put water. Fagamandi, fagamandi, fagamandi. But you know what? You, you, number one... You haven't made sure that that pot that you're watering has got drainage holes. So where's all the water going to? Oh, is it the not water's su- Is it not supposed to be that- absorbed by the plant? No. Yes, but I can't, you know how many how many liters of water can you drink? Sure, Tanya, that is wow. True story. Like if I put a, a, a tap open and I put you underneath the tap and I say, right, drink water. You can only drink so much, sure. and then you're going to fall over or something revolting is going to happen. So, and it's the same with plants; they can only absorb so much. Um, so, the big thing with indoor plants is number one: when you're going to water them, take them out of that fancy little pot cover that you've got that's either in different colours or a different design. Take it out of that. Put it in the sink, mm. put the plants in the bath, put it in the shower, and give it a good watering. And when I say a good watering, wow. you are going to water it till water pours out the bottom of the plant. Okay. So it sure. pours out the bottom of the pot. So now you're watering the water, pours out the bottom, right. You know you have given it enough water because it can't absorb any more. 
you're going to do that once every seven to ten days. Yeah. And no more than that. If you're going to be doing it more than that, you're more than likely going to drown the plant. And it's, it's like if I put you in a bucket of water <laughs> and I left you in the bucket of water for a week, right. what are your feet going to look like? No, they're going to be shriveled. They're going to shrivel. They're shriveled and peeling and rocking and bolile. So, same thing. If you let plants sit in water that are not, if they're not water-loving plants, like bog plants, the roots are going to rot. They're not going to have enough aeration and you're going to kill the plant. So the basic rule is a watering once every seven to ten days. Take it out, put it in the sink, water it with a jug or a watering can until water pours out the bottom. Allow the plant to sit there for like an hour or so. Once all the water's drained out, you then take it and pop it back into that fancy little pot holder that you've got. Sure. The second mistake that people make yeah. is when it's raining outside, they say, oh, let me take my plant out for a little bit yes. of natural rain. water. So yes. you take it out, you put it outside. Now, if you live in a city, <laughs> guys, you're probably getting acid rain rained on your poor indoor plant. So I would avoid that. And then this is where it really goes wrong, where the next day you're off to work and you've forgotten about that poor plant. And now the plant is sitting on the patio in bright, full sun. Ugh. Big problem. Wow. It's like taking you and From you one on extreme Beach. to the other. Exactly. Putting you on Durban Beach with no sun protection. What's going to happen? Two I'm hours gonna later, burn. you're going to burn. And that's exactly what happens. Because we think, oh, it needs a bit of sun or it needs a bit more extra this. So you take it outside and the plant will shrivel up and die. So... Tanya, the conditions the same. Let, let me let me let me share this with you. Um, yeah. Look, we we literally have a minute and a half, and I'd like mm. you to just encourage somebody, um, or, or rather, let me do it this way. So, family, uh, you can visit uh, tanyafisser.com, Right, the store mm. is there. There's amazing, amazing resources on that website um, that you can read on and just find out. Uh, there are, uh, you know. You can subscribe to the magazine in uh, English and Afrikaans. Amazing, amazing resources. Tanya, let's talk to someone um, this afternoon who really, really, really wants to start gardening. Let's mm-hmm. let's resurrect the likes of me <laughs> from our places mm-hmm. of oblivion this afternoon. Here is the challenge to you. Mm-hmm. If you want your life to be better, if you want to resonate with something called nature that grows, Mm. that adds value, that you can talk to if you want and nobody will even judge you, Uh, that will give you joy and will make you smile, that you can even name to if you want, and that will, as a byproduct, give you a bit of oxygen, (laughs) um, lighten and brighten your mood and your home. Mm. I couldn't think of anything that would do that besides a plant. So today you are going to go out when you leave work this afternoon and you're going to go to your local garden center. Right. And if you don't know where your local garden center is, then just go to a website called Life is a Garden and click on garden centers and you'll see where your local garden center is and go and ask the guys at your local garden center for a no-nonsense indoor plant. <laughs> no-nonsense That indoor. can cope with tough love. 
and you are going to phone me in like two days' time and tell me what you've got and how good it's going. Tanya, you are... And all of a sudden, you're a gardener. Look, you are a transformer. I've got a new adjective to describe what you do and who you are. An absolute transformer. This conversation was exactly what we needed it to be and so much more. And we really, really appreciate your time, uh, Tanya. Let's let's uh, take uh, those uh, contact details. Uh, the website is tanyafisa.com. Is there maybe like um, a, a shop line where people can call in? Um, people can go to, they can follow us on our social pages, sure. which is on Facebook, Instagram, and um, they can get hold of us. So it's Tanya Sissa Gardner or The Gardener, mm-hmm. MAG or Detainee. Mm-hmm. Um, so please check us out there. Of course, they can go to The Gardener Magazine, mm-hmm. our website. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there's loads of information on different plants, uh, how to get in touch with us. You can email us your questions. You can... Uh, drop us a note on Facebook, and of course, you'll find our magazine in most of your local retail outlets. And yeah, the rest is it's really easy, and it, it's a beautiful thing to do. That is beautiful, Tanya. You are beautiful, and the work that you do is beautiful. Thank you so much, man. We really appreciate this conversation. Thank and, you uh, so, so much. Yeah, and we certainly hope to be in touch. My family, Tanya Fessa, joining us on the line Ah, it's a minute into news time and we are indeed crossing over to the news now. So that conversation will certainly be podcast. Check out tanyafisser.com and learn about gardening, okay? You can find a friend in a new plant. Hey, yeah, it's a new year, new me type of thing. Okay, two minutes after one, the news is up next. Sihamba ngokholwa hayi ngokubona hamba nathi Radio Pulpit 657 AM umngani wakho well, there is a time to surge and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer requests by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word devotional to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. Tapelo Yamusiami Inonofile Hudira Teri Hulu Faili Yatuafalo Kakupo Tuela Hurapella Radio Pulpit Litiro Eridirang Molifasing La Africa Borwa Lekontle Hanaha. You and six five seven AM and life. A winning team on the road to eternity.